Well, good evening, everybody. It is so awesome to be with each and every one of you tonight. I am so excited about this evening's broadcast. So excited to be with each and every one of you. And um, just this is one of my absolute favorite subjects this evening. Just going to check a couple of things before we get started. Again, it's just so awesome to have everybody tuning in this evening. And um, just let me know where you're coming from, where you're tuning in from. And uh, just let us know you're here. We want to just welcome you. I am really excited about tonight. I've actually uh, just been, um, you know, just kind of praying before tonight's session and just spending a bit of time with the Lord. Uh, just give me a thumbs up if you can all hear me great. It's really want to make sure you can all hear good this evening. So good to have you with us, Joanne. Wonderful that you're here with us for Pierce. Welcome so much, Donald. Great to have you with us again. And I'm going to wait just a couple of minutes. As I said earlier on, if I can ask you, if you're able to just like the podcast, share the podcast, um, if you're able this evening to even, if possible, share it on your social media platforms, if you have Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, quickly share it. I really believe tonight is going to be very powerful. I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to move this evening. This is not just going to be a teaching tonight. I'm believing God to actually move and touch people's lives this evening. So I'm super excited about it. Um, I felt this afternoon while I was just spending time with the Lord that tonight would be almost like practical, you know, in the sense of we're going to talk about healing tonight. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about these things but then not only are we going to talk about them, we are going to pray. We're going to trust God to touch people's lives. And I'm just excited. I'm excited. I had an incredible dream last night. Um, I'm not going to talk about it this evening. I woke up at 3.30 last night and the Lord was just all over me. I got up and I began to, to pray immediately. And, and uh, you know, the Lord gave me the message for Saturday night. Um, you don't want to miss Saturday night at Oceans United Christian Center. If you're not able to make it in the building, make sure that you uh, tune in because it is going to be a very, very powerful evening. And it's just all day been like that. The Lord's just kind of been all over me this, this, this you know, today specifically. And um, I just, I'm excited. I'm excited about everything that God is doing. I'm excited about you know, what he's doing on the planet right now, I believe that we're, we're entering into probably the finest hour of the church. As much as the world seems to be almost getting darker in some ways, I truly believe that the church is going to see its finest hour. We're going to see God move powerfully um, across the nations. We're going to see the church move into more unity. The true church will move into more unity. Um, Mike, good to see you. Scarlett, Again, welcome everybody. So great to have you. Lucia, thank you for joining us. So excited to have you guys here. I'm just, just going to, I'm going to literally wait another two minutes and then I'm going to start. Again, if you've just tuned in, share this broadcast this evening. Share this YouTube link on your social media platforms. Get people on here tonight because I truly, truly believe that God is going to move. Um, you know, our God is a supernatural God. 
He is a God that is alive. And, um, you know, we, we just, I think sometimes we underestimate the majesty of God, the greatness of God, just who He really is and what He's done for us to ensure that we can actually walk in the fullness of what He has for us. Um, you know, as a believer, sometimes we get so focused on our own problems, our own issues, our own stuff, and we kind of like lose focus of just how big and powerful and awesome our God really is. So yes, we're going to be talking about healing this evening. There are even people watching that have tuned in that, that has experienced some very, very powerful healings just in recent weeks, and I'm excited about that too. But, um, but tonight I'm believing the Holy Spirit to move. I'm believe, believing the Holy Spirit to move powerfully in your lives. So let's dive right in. I'm not going to talk too much. I'm going to speak a little bit. We'll open it up for questions. Then we'll talk some more. We'll just kind of flow with the Holy Spirit. I just I feel like I'm in a flow with God this evening. I'm in a flow with the Spirit, and I just want the Holy Spirit to move. So let's open up this evening in prayer. Father, we just, we love you so much. We love you so much, God. We put all our faith, all our trust in you, Lord. Even tonight in this broadcast with these faithful people, Lord, that have tuned in to, to hear from you, God. I pray tonight, Lord, that you would set the captive free, that you would heal broken hearts, God, that you would touch, Lord, someone in their physical body this evening, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to us. God, you are Jehovah Rapha. You are our healer. And tonight we're going to be talking about you, Father, as our healer. But just even in that, Lord, as a healer, you are so much more than what we can comprehend. So we trust you. We rely on you this evening. Holy Spirit, just come. Just come right now. Touch your people that have tuned in this evening. And Lord, we just give you all the glory, all the honor and praise. Have your way with this evening's podcast. Just have your way, Lord. Just have your way. We honor you and we thank you. I thank you for the anointing. I thank you for your presence, Holy Spirit, right now. You are just so good, Lord. You are so good, Father. We just, we just honor you. We honor you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, I just want to, I'm going to just lift this music here just for a moment. Just while you're with, tuned in, just, just, just close your eyes right now, wherever you are. Let's just ask the Holy Spirit to come right there where you are. Just come, Holy Spirit. Just come, Lord Jesus. Everybody's had a, in different days, some have had challenging days. We just, we invite you this evening. We invite you into this podcast. We invite you, Lord, into every home, every person connected. We invite you. We ask you to come, Lord. You know what everyone's going through, Father. You know everything, our thoughts, everything we're dealing with. We just ask you to come. You are our strength. You are our healer. And so we honor you with that now. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, Tonight we are talking about healing, specifically God as our healer. Um, just for those of you that have sent in scriptures, challenging scriptures, I will continue to pick those up. Every now and then I'll pick up a scripture and we'll talk more about those. So thank you for sending those in. We will get to them. But I just want to be led by the Spirit. And I really feel like this is what God is wanting to do. I can feel the Holy Spirit so strong. The presence of God is so strong. You know, many people believe that God doesn't heal anymore today and healing has become one of the most challenging subjects in the church even sometimes for those who really believe in healing because sometimes we just don't see the breakthrough 
sometimes we don't experience the breakthrough. And I, I know people as a pastor, as you can imagine over the years, I've encountered so many people. I've, I've encountered people that have had healings. I've encountered people that have waited a long time for healings and, and finally get them. And I've also walked a road with individuals that haven't seen the healing that they're waiting for, the breakthrough that they're waiting for. And um, it's, 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 you know, it's, as a pastor, it's one of those things where you're kind of like so excited about the moments where you see God move powerfully. And then there are times where you don't see him move the way we expect him to move. And it's not that it's disappointing, but man, you're just, you're just trusting for that breakthrough. And at the same time, often I've gotten to see so many people that haven't had the breakthrough or the miracle, and I've seen them struggle. It's not necessarily because they have no faith or because they've done something wrong. You know, there's been such a misconception. Yes, faith is very important when it comes to healing. Jesus says, your faith has made you well several times when someone gets prayed for for healing. But that's not the only factor when it comes to healing. I also personally have heard stories, testimonies of individuals that are very close to me that have had so much faith. They've traveled the globe with their, with their faith for their healing and haven't experienced their healing. But that doesn't change who our God is and the fact that he is a healer. Ultimately, I think we need to recognize that we will all enter into the fullness of healing one day. We will enter into what we call glorification, where we will get a new body and we'll live with the Lord forever. If you're a believer, you will experience that. That is a guarantee. But in this earth, on this earth, the Bible tells us that we'll have trouble, we'll, we'll have difficult times, that, that we may even experience infirmities and things like that. And when it comes to the subject, um, you know, there's so many things that we can talk about. For example, you know, sickness can be a spirit. Sickness can be a demon spirit. You know, there are spirits of infirmity. And we even see that in scripture where Jesus, you know, would cast out a spirit of infirmity and people would be healed. In my own ministry, I've actually experienced that, you know, on, in more than one occasion. But there's been one specific that I will never forget where I prayed for someone that had a spirit of infirmity and he had like, like boils, almost like boils all over his hands and, and on his face. And when we prayed for him, you know, I was praying with someone else and I don't remember who prayed or even the prayer, but I remember seeing the healing take place like instantly. And it was just so powerful to see God do that. But then I've also experienced times where I've prayed for people with, with the same sort of thing and haven't seen the healing immediately. But a couple of days later, the healing has taken place. I also want to mention that there have been times where I've prayed for someone um, with, with something like that and we don't see the healing. You know, but does that change who God is? No, not at all. He's always the same. Yesterday, today and forever. And his nature and character never changes. God is dependable. He's guaranteed us life and life more abundant. That goes from this earth into eternity. What we must never forget about our salvation, and we'll get back to talking about different types of healings and different reasons why people get healed and don't get healed and all that stuff in just a moment. But I want to kind of just put this out there because I think it might help some of you. You must realize that the greatest miracle is to be born again. The greatest miracle is to be restored, to become once again a spiritual being that God has created us to be. When Jesus and Nicodemus have a conversation, Jesus talks to him about being born again, being born of the Spirit. And so when we are born of the Spirit, we become alive. We actually, before that, we actually spiritually dead. 
there's there's no true spiritual life in us all we are is mortal and we'll enter into into the afterlife but we won't be alive we won't have life the only guarantee of life that we have true life is when we get born again our spirits get born again that in itself is a healing and a miracle that takes place instantly with that we enter into immortality not necessarily obviously in the flesh but we enter into immortality when we actually go from this earth to the next earth guys what we must recognize as believers is that this is a guarantee and this is something that i'm going to be talking about over the weekend that god shared, shared with me last night i'm super excited about that but i want you to understand that there is one healing that you as a christian are 100 guaranteed that if you serve the lord if you've given your heart to him if you've confessed jesus as lord you will enter into eternity and you will be immortal you will enter immo enter into immortality we will live forever that is so powerful yes you'll die in the flesh but you'll enter into immortality into in the next life that is a healing now you must realize i'm telling you this because i want you to understand that god's nature god's character as jehovah rapha or yahweh rapha is is who he is he is a healer and he has already begun to heal us when we get saved so that's a guarantee that's taken place what's also very interesting when it comes to anything supernatural now obviously we understand spiritual rebirth and the spiritual miracle that takes place at our salvation but also we must understand that healing is something that can take place in the physical as well and there's a lot of scriptures that we can see even before christ that healing is something that took place in scripture in the old testament god would heal situations he would heal individuals he could even heal an entire nation god would move powerfully and and actually uh, and actually you know heal even before jesus but what's what's really interesting and, and important for us to understand is that because of jesus our healing always comes from the cross you must remember that when it comes to the supernatural you'll understand that um you know there has to be a sacrifice for the supernatural there has to be a covenant there has to be blood almost that that enters us into that supernatural realm there's a, let me put it to you this way there's a cost for the supernatural that cost has already been paid for when jesus went to the cross that's why the scriptures say that by his stripes we were healed there's no mistake in the tense there the tense is specifically used were healed because at the cross everything we need spiritually and physically has already been paid for the cost for the healing has already been paid for god's timing and many other factors sometimes while we don't see the healings that we want immediately or maybe even see the healing in in the natural you know um, we can't always have the solution for that you know one thing i've learned over the years is you know i will never stop praying for a miracle you know i've seen people like i said at the beginning of the broadcast this evening that have not had healing that have not experienced healing you know but we continue to press in we continue to trust god and then suddenly god moves suddenly that person gets their breakthrough i've seen it many many times but let's take a look at a couple of scriptures and then we'll dive in i hope this evening's uh, broadcast i hope this evening's podcast will really encourage you and then as i said i want to make this evening's podcast practical we are going to i'm going to actually minister to you guys as well and i feel that it's so important 
for me to do that this evening. I really feel like that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. So what we must understand is that God is a healer. In, in, in Scripture, in the book of Psalms, the Bible tells us, Psalm 103 verse 3 says, He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. So God is a physical healer of all diseases as well. No disease is impossible for God to heal. What's also important for us to realize is not only when healing takes place, does it take place in the, in the physical, in other words, diseases, but he also heals us in our mind. And this is a huge thing because I've seen God heal people in their mind many, many times. You know, a broken mind, a hurt mind. You know, it also is very connected to the heart. But many times someone's mind can get completely distorted or messed up. And Psalm 41 verse 4 says, I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. There he's talking about how his soul is obviously you know, in a, in a, in a position of, of, of like being perplexed, being, being, you know, disturbed, you know, not well. And so he's crying out to God and asking God to heal his soul, to heal his mind. God will heal your mind. God will restore your mind. This is also for things like depression. You know, depression, you know, is, 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 you know, can also most certainly, you know, be affected and healed by the Spirit, by God. He can come into any situation of depression or any bad situation that you're dealing with, and He can most certainly heal you there too. He is a healer. You know, this last weekend, I spoke to you about hearing God's voice, if you were at, at church at Oceans, and I was talking about the importance of our hearts. I want you to understand that God is in the business of healing our wounds and our hearts. One, Psalm 147 verse 3 says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Guys, that is so encouraging because sometimes because of hurt and pain and things that we experience, you know, it's hard because our hearts do become broken. Our hearts do become wounded. But God's word tells us that he will bind up our wounds. He will heal the brokenhearted. You know, in the book of Isaiah, the prophecy about Jesus' anointing, you know, the, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me. You know, because, you know, to heal the brokenhearted is one of the primary purposes of why the Lord has come. Because many people today, outside of the church and inside the church, are brokenhearted. They are wounded. They have wounded hearts. They have a wounded spirit. And God is in the business of restoring and healing. You need to know tonight, if you're watching, I want you to know that God can heal your wounded heart. He can heal your broken heart tonight. Guys, you know, faith is a very important factor when it comes to healing. Now, when you don't, ex if you don't experience a healing immediately, I'm in no way, I want to over-reiterate this. I said this earlier, but I want to say it again. I'm in no way saying that you don't have the faith. You didn't get healed, so it's because you didn't have faith that you didn't get healed. But understand, what is it that you have faith in? What is it that you have to believe in? You see, the Bible teaches us that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Until you understand that Jesus has been wounded for our transgressions, he has been bruised for our iniquities, that, that, that his 
physically the cross on the physical on the on the cross there was physical healing made available to each and every one of us until god puts that in your spirit and begins to give you revelation rhema you know faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god uh, you know you will never fully understand that god is able totally able because the spiritual cost for your healing for your broken heart has been paid for at the cross so when i pray for someone for healing i'm already aware that the fee for that healing has already been paid in full by his stripes we were healed i have no doubt that god is able that the holy spirit's presence is here lay hands on the sick the bible says and they will recover bring them to the elders let the elders anoint them with oil and lay and pray a prayer of faith faith in what faith in the fact that god is a healer faith in the fact that jesus died on the cross and by his stripes we were healed there have been many scholars that have tried to debunk that as being a physical healing but it's absolutely impossible what you must understand let me actually go there real quick it's in peter let me read the scripture to you he says in first peter 2 24 who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes we were healed the word healed there is not the Greek word sozo. The Greek word that's actually used here is a different word. I've pulled it up. Let me quickly read it to you. Um, and th this word is, is iam, iamai, iamai, and it actually means to cure. It actually means to cure. It means to make whole. That's what it means. So the physical, the, the healing that's available to us because of the stripes of Jesus is there to make us whole is there to cleanse us is there to restore us that's what that that's what it's there for so so when you want to have faith for your healing you know you need to believe that jesus has done it for you that god the father is our healer that that's who he is that's that's what he is he is a healer he's he's a restorer he's our savior guys he's so good he is so good i tell you what i mean i've seen I've seen many miracles by the grace of God, some that I sometimes am absolutely overwhelmed and shocked that God could have done it. You know, sometimes people, you know, we, we'll go to a service or something and we'll see someone get prayed for and it seems so powerful and so anointed and nothing happens. And then other times there's no anointing or doesn't feel like there's any anointing, but you pray that prayer of faith and that person gets healed. And, and, and you know, what happened before the prayer and after the prayer? It feels like nothing happened, but yet what's taken place is that that faith has activated. It's basically activated that cost that has been that that was paid for, and 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 there's a release in the realm of the spirit to actually bring healing to that individual. It's the most powerful thing. We must remember that even when it comes to the gifts of the spirit, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Bible clearly tells us that they are given as the Spirit wills. So, yes, we have faith. We believe, but never forget that all these things are as the Spirit wills, as God desires, as He chooses to heal. But we put our faith in Him right to the end, right to the end. If you pray once and you don't see healing, pray again. Don't give up. You know, um, it's, it's, it's obviously, as you can imagine, very challenging for even myself as a pastor when I pray for someone and I don't see their healing, 
Now, if someone wants to know, why don't I see that healing? Why am I not seeing that breakthrough? And, and again, there's, there's so many factors. You know, sin can be a factor to, you know, for healing not taking place. God's timing can be a factor for healing not taking place. It's just not the right time. You know, understand that sometimes miracles and healings take place for the pure purpose of it is to bring God glory or to bring others to salvation. There are times where a lack of faith can be the reason why somebody doesn't experience healing. So understand that there are many, many reasons why people don't always experience that healing immediately, why they don't experience it now the way that they desire to, to see that healing take place. But never forget that the ultimate healing for the believer is already done. It's already yours. You will have it when you pass on and move into eternity. So that guarantee is there. That's already been achieved. We don't have to do anything for that. We don't have to even, you know, once we've got it, we, we, don't, we, we know it's ours. It's, we've already believed. We believe unto salvation. So because of our faith, we already have acquired that gift of salvation, which is extremely powerful. But I want you to understand, even though we can articulate different reasons why someone gets healed or doesn't get healed, there, there will sometimes be situations where we just don't know the reason. And, and in situations like that, we just have to trust God. Trust God for whatever the outcome is, but continue to trust God for, for the healing because we know that He is our healer. We know that He still heals. I hope this is making sense. So I just kind of like wanted to 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 lay that foundation. I also want you to recognize that deliverance is also a healing. So being delivered from evil spirits. You know, I spoke earlier on about sickness being, you know, dealt with, you know, demonically. But not only sickness. When someone is oppressed by a spirit, they may not be physically ill, but that deliverance is also a healing. That's why there is definitely a difference. There are spirits of infirmity. Someone can be made ill by a spirit. I've seen that with my own eyes. And then there are times where someone's not necessarily physically not well, but most certainly it will affect their soul. It will affect their heart. And so when you do deliverance on that individual, they are healed from that demonic spirit. So we, we see healing like that as well. Um, I want to, you know, I just want to really encourage you uh, you know, over the last, just even in this last few months, I've seen God do some incredible miracles. There's, you know, I've seen God heal somebody from cancer. I've seen God, you know, touch people in their physical bodies in with different types of, 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 of illnesses that they carry. You know, we, we've, we've seen God, you know, touch people's minds. We've seen God deliver people. We've, we've seen miracles, many, many miracles. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, 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 and we're going to pray tonight because I believe God is wanting to heal you. What's important is that I mustn't be the only one that believes that God wants to heal you. You also have to believe that he wants to heal you. So I want you to start thinking about that. What I want to do right now is I'm not going to continue to teach. We, we may get more into the teaching as we go on. But I want to kind of open that up for questions. We're going to stick to, to healing, guys. We're talking about healing. I'm going to try my best to answer you know, all the questions, but I can't guarantee it. We may get stuck on one question and just sort of fly with that. But I'm believing the Holy Spirit to lead this tonight um, you know, in every way, even the questions. So if you have a question about healing, you know, go ahead and post it now and I'll try and answer it. Amen. 
Amen. Again, just thank you guys so much for tuning in. So good to have you with us. I'm believing the Lord to heal people tonight on this broadcast. You know, if you have an infirmity, if you have something in your soul, if you have something in your mind, I want you to believe God for it, uh, you know, for that healing tonight. But if you do have any questions, go ahead and ask right now. I, I get the impression everybody's kind of like ready to just enter into prayer, which we're going to do in just a moment. Um, we're going to get into that in just a moment. I, I hope that just from what I kind of taught, it's not a conventional teaching on, on, um, on healing. Here's a question. This is a great one. What about generational curses? Most in my family, autoimmune diseases. Listen, there's no question that there is curses that can come through the bloodline. We, we know that. We, we know that there are, certain, uh, there, are certain, there are scriptures that support that there can be a curse that comes from the, you know, down to the third and fourth generation. Now, does that mean that every single time there's something you know, um, in your family that it is a curse? Well, I mean, I think it's, an, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of a difficult question to answer. I, I believe that most certainly it can stop with you. You know, most certainly if there's been an autoimmune disease in your family, we can pray and ask God to stop that thing. You know, I believe that anything that comes to kill, steal and destroy is the work of the enemy. So, you know, I, I, you know but, but it's difficult to say that every single situation, you know, is, you know, um, a, a curse, if that, if that makes sense. But I do have to say that I've noticed that many times someone will have something in their family and then what will happen is it hasn't even passed down to the next generation yet, but they're already beginning to speak. Well, you know, my, my father had it and my grandfather had it. You know, I've got it and more than likely you're going to get it as well. So immediately we're speaking that disease or that sickness or whatever it is, you know, over that, uh, you know, over that next generation. And, and we, need to, we need to cut it off. We need, to, we need it to stop there. It stops because of the blood. The blood covers, the blood cancels everything. What I want to do is I want to deal with that right now. Um, Loria, I want to deal with that right now. Let's pray right now. And everybody that's joining in, let's, let's all agree together. We might not be in the same room, but let's all agree together for Loria. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for that autoimmune disease in the bloodline. Father, we cancel if there is a curse, we cancel it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Any spirit that has come down the bloodline, we command it to go now in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, for the anointing to break the yoke of that thing. I also pray, Lord, that she will begin to speak words of life over the next generation. And even in her life, Lord, I pray it be completely destroyed and that healing and restoration come to them in the physical and in the spiritual, in the name of Jesus, and I give you thanks for it right now. And we all agree and say amen. Amen. So amen. Great question. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Let's see. Let's go back here. Is there a difference between the strength in prayer from reading one from the Bible or praying on your own when it comes to healing? Okay, great question. Um, there is no question that you can pray on your own and you can get healing on your own. There's, there's no question about that. Jesus said your faith has made you well, so you can, you, know, you can pray a prayer of faith of yourself and see a healing. But sometimes, and I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I'm speaking now for myself. 
when I get ill, it's like harder. It's, it's, it's like I need a brother. I need someone in the church. I need the body of Christ to lift me up. And so scripture makes it clear, you know, in various places for various types of healing necessary. Let's start with, you know, physical healing. The Bible tells us to take someone who needs prayer, who needs healing to the elders of the church. They must anoint that individual with oil and pray the prayer of faith for healing for that individual. So we see there a situation where there's the elders of the church that, that pray. We also know that, you know, as a Christian, we have authority in the name of Jesus to lay hands. These signs will follow those who believe. So a believer that understands and has been anointed by the Holy Spirit is one of those people who these signs will believe. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So another believer is another tool that the Holy Spirit, that God will use to bring healing. Um, but also, just something that's extremely powerful, specifically when it comes to healing in the soul. This is very important. The book of James says, Confess your trespasses one to another and pray for one another uh, so that you can be healed. It doesn't say forgiven. It says healed. So in other words, sometimes meeting with somebody, a believer, confess your trespasses one to another. So another believer, you know, confessing your offenses, confessing your hurts, and then praying over those hurts. You confess your trespasses one to another. Pray for one another so that you can be healed. And then he says this, and this is important. The person you choose to pray this prayer with you, it, you know, it, it's important that this person is anointed, that this person walks the walk and has, you know, is someone that is walking with the Lord. It says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. In other words, when you go to someone and you share your heart, you share your, your burdens, your offenses, your trespasses, what happens is that effectual prayer, that prayer of agreement over that confession is so powerful. Guys, I've seen time and time and time again in my ministry when we pray that prayer of faith, when we pray that prayer over someone that has done that, how they get healed in their soul. If you're struggling with depression, I want to encourage you. This could be, I'm not saying it is, this could be the problem. You've been walking with the Lord for a long time. You've, 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 you know, you've, you, you believe that you've forgiven, but you're not seeing your healing. You're still suffering with depression or anxiety or fear, and you're just not getting the breakthrough. This might be the thing that you do. Go and speak to someone about whatever it is that you're carrying, your burden. Let that prayer of faith be prayed over you and let that thing be broken off you. Not for forgiveness. When we go to God, he forgives us. But sometimes that healing is necessary from another believer. As I said at the beginning of answering this question, and I love the question because it's opened it up for such a great opportunity to share with share this with you guys. Um, it's 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 just it's like it's like hard. It's hard to pray when you're sick. It's hard. You know, you just you struggle. You know, you you don't feel the breakthrough, and 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 that's the power of the body of Christ. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. You know, we share one another's burdens. We pray for one another. We love one another. We support one another. And when I need faith, because my faith is a little lower, your faith can help me and strengthen me and encourage me and help me to get my faith back up to where it needs to be. So awesome question. And I really hope that that helps. Will healing happen if you just come back to God? Uh, Philip, thank you so much for your question. 
Yes, there is absolutely no reason why God won't heal you. Understand something, and this is important. Let me read that scripture. I read it a minute ago. I just want to put this up a little bit over here because I'm really enjoying this. You probably guys can't hear it, but I've got a little bit of just background worship that, that I had Ashley make for me. I'm so thankful that she made it for me um, because I just love to have you know worship in the background when I minister. So this doesn't need to be copywritten or anything. It's written by Ashley, so I'm thankful to her for doing this for me. Um, but I want to answer that question, okay? Will you get a healing? Let's say you've kind of backslidden or you've, you know, you haven't been serving the Lord. Now you come back to the Lord. Now you need a healing in your body. What does the scripture say? Let's go back to that scripture that I read just a little while ago. Listen to what he says. Psalm 103 verse 3. This is old covenant. We have a better covenant. He forgives all my sins. So your past, your sins, your past is forgiven already. And he heals all my diseases. I remember as a young Christian really struggling when I would make a mistake or do something that was not necessarily right, feeling so guilty, like God's not going to use me anymore, you know, and it's going to affect my entire destiny. I'm not going to fulfill my destiny because this is just too much and the Lord's just going to be so angry with me and he's not going to forgive me. And guys, I tell you, I have seen the mercy and the love of God. Everything that you have done with the Lord is like a bank account. You know, it's like this account that, that God has invested in. You know, He's invested in you. He's, he's shared secrets and mysteries and things with you. And, and, and you might lose your way, but you still have that investment in you. And when, he, when you come back to Him, He embraces you. And, and everything that He's given you and invested in you, He will still use. And included in that is your salvation. You know, your salvation has been paid for already. And, and like the prodigal son, when he comes back to the father, the father embraces him 100%, puts the ring on his finger, puts the robe around him and the shoes on him. You know, speaking of authority, speaking of covering, speaking, you know, of, of sonship. And, and, you know, there's, there's no lack in, in that re restoration. And then, you know, what does he do? He, he calls for a meal to be prepared. The father says, bring the fatted calf, the best calf, so that we can celebrate and we can eat. And I believe that that also speaks, you know, you know, his body was broken. You know, we take communion, we, we drink of the cup, we eat of his flesh, so we can enter into that covenant. God has, again, I understand, given everything with Jesus's crucifixion so that you can be healed. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know what your situation is. Um, but I want to pray right now for you, Philip. I want to pray for you right now. And in the name of Jesus, Father, you know the situation. Father, you have seen the return to you. You have seen, Lord, how Philip has come back to you, God. And I'm so grateful, Lord. We are so thankful. That's the greatest miracle. But Lord, while you have begun to do that, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will just flood him now with your spirit. Flood him now with your healing power. Lord, that you will touch him, that you will touch him and restore him and draw him to you. Lord, let him serve you now like he has never served you before. Let him walk with you now like he has never walked with you before. And I ask Holy Spirit that you move, move Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Touch him now. Let him experience your healing power, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen. God is 
God is moving. Man, I feel the presence of God. I don't know about you guys, but I feel the presence of God so strong. Amen. All right, let me just put this a little softer now. I'm going to go actually go back out there. I don't want it to be over my voice. So let's just check here. Crystal Cade wrote and asked, My sister-in-law and her family were called today by her mom's doctor, and they cannot do any more for her, and say she has only a few more days to live. Can anyone join me to pray for a miracle? Yes. Guys, let's do that right now. For Crystal Kate's sister-in-law, Crystal, would you mind, if it's not too personal, if I can ask you, if you can just post for us her name so we know what her name is when we pray. If, if, that's, if that's uncomfortable, just, just, leave a little, just leave a little dot, 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 and then we'll just pray. But, but if you're comfortable to give the name, I'd like to actually pray for her by name, Evelyn. Okay, guys, so let's all pray right now for Evelyn. Let's just all agree together. Father, in the name of Jesus... We lift Evelyn up to you. Man, the presence of God is strong. Lord, I ask, we agree, Lord, as you are our healer. Lord, by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Father, I pray, not only salvation, but Father, also physical healing in her body. Lord, where the report has been bad, you've done it before, Father. Do it again for your glory and be glorified in it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now, we all agree that you touch her in Jesus' name. For Evelyn, we lift her up to you. Father, we ask for a supernatural miracle in her body right now. And we give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks. Thanks for it in Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining me in and praying for Evelyn for healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Janice. I see you joined in there. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. All right. Um, Steve asks, Pastor, for those who want to grow in power and authority in the, in, in the area of healing, is this, type of ministry the, is, is this type of ministry that one needs to grow into? It's a, it's a very, very good question, and I'm going to answer it in just a moment. I'm just, my flow has been disturbed, so I'm going to quickly just re-download this. I don't know what's happened, but I want to get this up and running here real quick for myself, if that's okay, guys. Just give me one second, and then we will be back, and I'm going to answer that question. It's a great question, Steve. Thank you so much. Here we go. All right. This is how it works with the gifts of the Spirit. First of all, we must understand that all the gifts and any gift is given by God. There are certain gifts that are given by Christ. We call them Christ's gifts. Those are the pastors, prophets, teachers, evangelists, apostles. Those are Christ's gifts. The nine gifts of the Spirit, which two of those gifts really include healing. In fact, three of them do. Gifts of healings, gifts of the gift of miracles, and the gift of faith. Those three are primary gifts when it comes to healing. Can you grow in healing in, the, in a healing ministry? Definitely. There's absolutely no question about it. How does that happen? It happens like this. When you begin to get used by God in, in, in any area, whether it be prophetic, whether it be healing, whether it be miracles, whether it be any type of gifting that He uses you in, every time you see God do it, your faith will increase. As your faith goes up, so that gifting will begin to increase in your life. However, 
it's always as the spirit wills so it will operate as god gives you you know more faith or more anointing in that area as the holy spirit gives it or releases it so it will increase in your in your area the bible tells us we go from faith to faith faith in what faith in christ but not only for salvation also for miracles for healings for 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 deliverance I've seen how people, and you, you guys will, will, will know this, for those of you that, that watch a lot of the deliver, deliverance ministers that are, a lot of them are online, you know, they've become very strong in that. Why? Because they've done multiple deliverances. The more deliverances you do, the more faith you have for that area. The, the more faith you have, the more of a threat you are to the enemy. Because your faith is like, it's, faith is, is, a, is a tangible substance. It's, 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 a, it's a spiritual thing that, that is like, it's like, it's like it's 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 actually something that exists it's it's a very very powerful thing but the 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 problem is 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 where we sometimes lose our way is let's say we're growing in 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 the area of of of, of a healing ministry and we're seeing miracles now all of a sudden we don't see miracles what happens is it affects our faith and it's not that god hasn't still got that you're not able to operate in those giftings but what happens is you begin to believe less and you begin to pray less you know for those miracles for those breakthroughs or you begin to neglect your relationship with God because you know things haven't happened the way that you expect them to and then in neglecting your relationship with God it again affects your faith you won't be as bold and as confident in the Holy Spirit and, and his ability to to move and to manifest himself you know the the, the, the gifts of the Spirit are manifestation gifts you know there are gifts that are released by the spirit but they are literally the spirit of god manifesting himself you know in a, in a form of healing or prophecy or tongues interpretation of tongues uh, miracles discerning of spirits you know it's so powerful but yes you can definitely grow in that and it's faith and and i want to say this because i think that this is important and i think that this will help you guys um how do you grow in healing how do you how do you grow in it well Again, let's go back to what the Bible says. If I need to have the, 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 the product that produces miracles, which is faith, that substance, I have to grow in the area of, 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 of miracles in my life. So, so studying the Word of God and seeing the places where God moves, it will begin to increase your faith. But it will even increase your faith more when you begin to pray and see God move. It's like taking the Logos, applying it with Rhema, and, and, and you know, applying it, the spoken word, and seeing God begin to move. So you have to also step out. You have to also, you know, you, you're not going to grow in, in the gift of miracles and healings if you never pray for anybody. You have to begin to pray for people. So like even tonight, as we begin to pray, you know, join in in, in the prayer. You know, and, and once you see God do that, I remember when I was at Little Falls as a young man, I would see God move so powerfully in the services. I would see God touch people's lives. My faith would just shoot up. Then I would read my Bible and it would be like, man, God's healing people in the Bible. Then I go to church and people are getting healed at church. Now I've got to try it for myself. Nothing happens the first time. Nothing happens the second time. But the third time something happens. Nothing happens the fourth time. But the fifth time something happens. Now I've seen two miracles through, you know, th that God used, you know, this broken vessel to, to, to perform his, his wonders. Um, but now my faith is beginning to increase. 
you know, it's not only like that with miracles, but even just the anointing. You know, once God anoints you and he begins to use you, you grow in that anointing. That anointing begins to increase on your, in your life. The faith for that anointing begins to increase. Uh, and and, and it's, it's a very powerful and, and a really beautiful thing. So, yes, you can. And the key is searching the scriptures for the area that you want to grow in because your faith will increase. And then the, the biggest key of all, guys, I mean, you know, the greatest key of all is your relationship with God. You know, just your relationship with God. Just spend time with the Lord. Give Him your time. I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty if you don't get to spend a lot of time with Him every day. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, though, make Him a priority. As much time as you can, when you can. But don't neglect that relationship. It's like neglecting a relationship in the natural. It does affect things. I know when I don't speak to my own father, I can feel, I can feel there's like, it's not good. You know, we need to talk. We haven't spoken. I need to get to him, you know, because I need to talk to him and I believe he needs to talk to me. And then once we've spoken, I just feel so good, you know. I feel so good afterwards. I feel refreshed and I know he does too. And it's the same with my mom. It's the same with your spouse. It's the same with, with anyone that you're close to. E even more with God. You know, because we can't see God. So the relationship side is, is so important because you grow from faith to faith, from glory to glory. You're, you increase spiritually. Your spiritual capacity increases the more you seek the face of God, the more you seek the Lord. I hope that helps. Great question. Thank you so much, Steve, for asking that tonight. Amen. All right. Hiram asks a great question. He says, what are your thoughts on someone getting healed that is becoming a Christian, then turns their back on the Lord and the illness that was in their body, I'm assuming, comes back again? Great question. Remember what the Bible says about when a spirit leaves a person. When a spirit leaves an individual, he goes seeking rest. He finds none. Then what he does is he brings seven more wicked spirits back. He finds the house swept. But if the house hasn't been filled, and if the house hasn't been taken, that house is then available for that spirit and the seven more wicked spirits to come back. So, yes, there's no question that sickness, especially if it was spiritually influenced, can come back to that individual's life. Because the enemy, who the, who's the one that comes to kill, steal, and destroy, sickness is, his, is one of his specialties. You know, he will come back and even come back more aggressively. So there's no question that it can be, you know, because obviously the enemy is now working even in a greater measure because that person is no longer filling their house, no longer serving the Lord. Hope that helps. Good question. Thank you so much. All right. Renee asks, healing for my uncle Alan. He was in a motorcycle accident a few days ago and is in, I can't read this because it's, I'm, 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 I'm assuming it's in the hospital and needs healing in his brain. All right. Everybody, let's pray a prayer of faith over, over Renee's, Uncle Alan, Father, in the name of Jesus, 
Lord, you have seen the accident. You know what's going on. Father, I pray right now for Alan that you will touch him. Lord, that you will heal his brain, his mind, that you will restore cells, that you will restore uh, uh, membranes, what, whatever needs to be healed, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we release your healing power. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you will move now in Jesus' name. Excuse me. In Jesus' name, we, we, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will move. Father, I don't know his, whether he's saved or not, but I also pray for his salvation. I pray, Lord, that you will draw him and call him to yourself. Lord, more than anything, that you will touch him and draw him to yourself. But we also ask you, Father, for your mercy and your compassion and your healing power in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Everybody's joining in with you there. Um, thank you so much for, for asking for that. What I want to do right now, guys, is because we, we're getting close to the end of this evening's broadcast, but I want to minister to you tonight. You may not need a physical healing. You may need a healing. Remember, healing, so-so specifically, is, a, is, a, is really very closely linked to restoration because sozo can be made well, sozo can be deliverance, sozo can be salvation, sozo can be pretty much anything that, that when, when it comes to God restoring. So I want to pray for you. I don't know everybody's need, but I know God wants to move tonight. So where you are right now, I want to just, I want to, I want to ask the Holy Spirit to just, just, just Lord, that you would, Stretch out your hand towards every person that's connected tonight. Lord, I can even think of, of individuals that I know that have family members that are sick, Lord, and they're suffering, Father. So I ask, Lord, for your healing power, for your miracle-working power, Lord, to touch them now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray. I pray, Lord, for your mercy, for your love. We thank you, Father, for, for eternal salvation, for eternal healing. But we also ask, Lord, that you would have compassion and that you would move mightily in the lives of everyone. Lord, I pray for broken relationships that need healing. I pray for marriages that need healing. I pray, Lord, right now for someone that needs healing in their mind, for a broken mind, that you touch their mind. I come against I come against depression. I come against fear. I come against anxiety. I ask that you would just remove any spirit of infirmity, any spirit of fear, any spirit that brings depression, and that, Lord, every chain would be broken in Jesus' name, and that you would restore, and that you would heal, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I give you thanks for it. I give you thanks for your anointing. I give you thanks for your presence, Holy Spirit. I give you thanks, Lord, because I know you are moving right now in the lives of, of, of families. I know that you are moving, Father, even those, Lord, that need a financial miracle. They need a financial healing, God. Lord, you could heal a house. You could heal a river. Can you not heal their finances too, God? Give them a job, Lord. Give them a breakthrough, Lord. We ask, Lord, our restorer, our healer, touch them now in Jesus' mighty name. And I come against the spirit of suicide. I come against that spirit that desires. For those of you listening that have been thinking about ending your own life, I come against that spirit now in Jesus' name. And I declare over you that you will live and not die. That you will live and not die. And that the greatest years of your life will be in front of you. Father, I give you thanks. 
I give you thanks. Come on, guys. Just, just begin to pray right there where you are. Father, we thank you. We thank you. If you can pray in the Spirit, begin to pray in the Spirit. Just right there where you are, just begin to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just touch them. Just touch them now. Lord, I I'm just, I'm just want to just, just, just soak in the presence of God. Just, just let the Holy Spirit minister to you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for your healing power, for your mercy and for your grace and for your goodness. You alone are good, Lord. You alone deserve all the glory and the honor. You alone, Lord, you alone can touch us, can deliver us. Only you, God. Only you, Father, for many will imitate. Many will, will, will try and, and, and replicate falsely, God. But you are our healer. You are our deliverer. And we trust in you this evening in the name of Jesus right now. And I give you thanks right now in Jesus' name. Right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to just be silent for just a moment. Just take it in right now. Just receive your breakthrough. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. You are good, God. You are good, God. You are great, Lord. Greatly to be praised. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, 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 Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, for those that are suffering, I pray that not only will you heal, but that you will strengthen Father, for anyone that's discouraged because maybe they haven't experienced their healing yet, God, that you would strengthen and encourage them. For those that are struggling in their mind because they haven't received healing yet, Lord, I pray you touch them now in Jesus' name. And Lord, let them hold on to you. Let them hold on to you like the woman with the issue of blood that stretched out, Lord, and just wanted to touch the hem of your garment. I pray for them now, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we honor you and we love you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray with all of my heart that tonight's session, tonight's podcast has really breathed some life into you. So not only did you come here to listen, but to receive from God to receive His miracle working power, to receive His healing, to increase in your faith. And, and if you haven't experienced breakthrough, to hold on because He will strengthen you. No matter what happens, He will strengthen you because He is good. I love you guys. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share with you. I'm so thankful to the Holy Spirit for His presence this evening. I pray you go in the peace of God. Again, to each and every one of you that joined in, thank you guys so much for spending this time with me this evening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make His face shine upon you. May He give you peace and everything you need. In Jesus' name, God bless you. And I will post when we'll be back again. I'm not sure if it'll be next week. I'm hoping it will be or it'll be the week thereafter. But God bless you. Take, take a look out for it. Have an awesome week. Don't forget, guys. The Lord has really spoken to me for Saturday night. Don't miss Saturday night at Oceans if you, if you can. If, you, if you're out of town, if you're from another state watching, tune in on Saturday night. I tell you, God is going to move powerfully. I love you. Bless you in Jesus' name. And we will see you soon. Good night, everybody.